But because you don't deal with it there and then, how much bigger do these conversations seem? But don't discount having that relationship and that open communication and, and comms with someone else. Mm. You know, if... Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of our Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur podcast. My name's Steve Lena, and as ever, I'm joined by my co-host, Helen Williams. I hope you're well. Today's subject is one well worth discussion and one which I think we all might resonate with. It's having those difficult, awkward conversations. What do you think when I say those words, Helen? Awkward conversations. Yeah. It's a regular occurrence of mine. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it, you know, it is a topic that comes up time and time again. Um, we never like them, do we? There's a number of things that are like taboo subjects um, that we often avoid having, um, that we procrastinate over. Um, we, we almost catastrophize um, topics as well um, with preempted outcomes and assumptions around them so there's a lot here that I'm, I'm guessing that we, we are going to unpack and talk about um, but yeah awkward conversations is something that we definitely need to get out there and lay it out on the table that is it really that awkward or do we make it more awkward than what it is first and foremost it's interesting what I invite people to do, like I do myself, is think about where the problem's coming from and how much of an issue we're making. Like, like you just said, Helen, do we fill in the blanks? Does that conversation become so much bigger than it is because we procrastinate over a number of weeks, we start trying to validate our thoughts and we make things worse. It could be going in to see your boss and saying, I didn't like how you spoke to me last week. Yeah. And the conversation's done, dusted, you shake hands, you walk out. But because you don't deal with it there and then, how much bigger do these conversations seem? Yeah. I mean, thinking about it from my own personal experience, awkward conversations to me evolve around um, asking for something, asking for some help maybe. Um, Like you've said about you're not really appreciative or it's not landed well how somebody's treated you or spoke to you or something... Definitely when I was in um, a career role and a corporate role, I never liked those conversations with my boss about roles, responsibilities, performance, uh, pay as well. You know, when you're doing your review and you're doing your HR reviews and things, and there's always that pay increase or, you know, that kind of discrepancy that you might be bridging the gap on and proposing new um you know new salaries and things like that I never liked those Um, and then current awkwardness that I find is it's with those who I love the most I always find and you might think well how does that work because you should have that open relationship with them but it's always I always find the awkward things for me comes around the people that I love the most that I respect, and I'm not necessarily putting these together, I'm saying that the separate entities of, of the types of people, people who I respect and people who I really value. You know why I find it awkward? Is because I've already made some preempted thought that what I say won't be taken very nicely from them or won't be welcomed from them, so they'll think bad of me. 
right? That I'm then jeopardizing our relationship in some which way, shape or form. That's what I think about awkwardness and my current sort of experiences. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'll even take it above family and friends uh, because for me, it's for whatever reason, especially in UK culture, we've got this inherent want to be liked. Yeah. We just want to be liked. Yeah. Will please accept me? Please like me. So what we do sometimes is we behave in a way that isn't fitting with us. And that can lead to turmoil. Yeah. If I'm behaving in a way that's totally at odds with my values and beliefs, just to be liked, and I'm not prepared to speak my mind because I need that validation, it's dangerous. So in a way, maybe in my past circumstances, it may have come down to confidence. Was I confident enough and had enough self-worth to say, actually, my opinion matters. Yeah. My opinion matters and I deserve to say, I didn't like that yeah. or please could I have that. What about when we sat having a meal? Best example for me personally. Sat having a meal, it's been atrocious. It's been horrible, undercooked, the steak was vile. Clearing the plates, how was your meal? Lovely, thank you. Yeah, it's I guess, kind but I don't of, see yeah. that as an awkward situation, personally. Yeah. I don't. I'm, and this is where it's like, it's never one size fits all, is Yeah, it? exactly. You can never make a blanket statement saying that it's awkward asking your boss for a pay rise, or it's awkward talking about money, or it's awkward talking to your parents about long-term plans and, I don't know, morbid things like wills and probate, mm. you know, things like that, that, you know, you've got to do your life stage planning of and things, you know. It's not, it, you know, I'm not saying that one uh, topic or type of person or type of conversation is awkward. See, I wouldn't see that as in a meal or in a service industry yeah. as awkward for me. I'd be like, if somebody asked me, um, I would respect them. I would, you know, value who they are and that they're just doing a job. But they've asked me my honest opinion. Yeah. I don't really care what they think of me as such, right? I just want to be able to make sure that I'm um, conveying my opinion and expressing my thoughts and feelings around that meal in the best possible way. Yeah, you do it in the nicest way. But I way. wouldn't yeah. then worry about what they're thinking about me. I would, rather, I, I, I would worry if it's somebody who I really massively love and value. Yeah, yeah. That they then thought negatively of me, that, of something that yeah. I've expressed. Do you know what I mean? I, t I totally know what you mean, and, it, and it's interesting the kind of concept you're coming from are very much more bothered about the people you love, yeah. which is kind of how it should be. Yeah. You know, why should we waste time worrying about the people we're probably never going to see again? And yeah. that doesn't mean we shouldn't well, treat them. Well, not if the stakes, that Well, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and, they're, and they're the conversations that we should be willing to have. Yeah. They're the conversations that shouldn't be difficult. But again, there's something in us that yeah, we're worried right. about speaking our minds. Totally and it's good right. if you've got that, yeah. I would say brilliant, it, 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 good on you. Yeah. It's something in me that I need to recognize. It's okay to tell the truth, mm. but do it with respect and a bit of compassion. Yeah. How you deliver it. At the end of the day, so. the example that I've used is just one example off yeah. the top of my head. <clears throat> but that waitress might be earning minimum wage. She might work on a night. She hasn't cooked the food. So how you deliver it's important. Of course, yeah. Because I've seen both angles. I've seen the angle where I may have just said, yeah, great, thanks. But internally thinking, I'm not going to come back here. But I've heard the other table where they're ranting and raving at the waitress. And that's not right either. So it's, again, what fits right for one person isn't right for the other. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying. We should feel okay telling the truth. Yeah. And expressing our thoughts and feelings mm. and emotions. And I think that's a lot of it, you know, what comes into it is, 
our emotions people find the awkwardness wrapped up around emotions you know not being able to express how they're thinking and feeling yeah um and you know that uh, there's so much around this and without going off on too many tangents because this is quite a heavy topic because there's so much um involved in it about assumptions that we've mentioned you know types of conversations also around what you've just said there about um the communication, yep. how you communicate, how you do it. I mean, effective communication itself is huge. You know, yep. we, we run full workshops on effective communication. So, you know, a, a, a small podcast episode is not going to cut it in terms of the depth of it, but that's just going into like the complexity of everything. But awkward awkwardness when it comes to um, emotions, I think there's a lot more permission around being able to express how you're thinking and feeling. Yeah. Um, you know, hashtag it's okay not to be okay, for mm. example. Um, but on the flip side of it, it's also okay to express that you're happy with something, that you love somebody. Yeah. Because that can be an yeah. awkward conversation for some yeah. people of telling somebody that you love them. You know, I, 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 I've always thought about that in terms of the impact that that has on, um, on people not being able to express how they feel how that holds them back. And that could be all about your lovey-dovey, gushy stuff and how much you love and value somebody, but you find that so hard to overcome that obstacle that, you know, that's again putting you in that vulnerable position. A couple of things there that really jumped out at me when you were talking. First and foremost, yeah, you can say nice things. It's not about making a complaint. It's not just about that service was rubbish or I want to pay rise. It can be, I love you and I really enjoyed spending time with you. But again, you mentioned the you first. It's not just a gimmick. If you are not comfortable in yourself, again, it's not just a cliche. You need to love yourself to receive love. So it kind of works that way as well. So it's kind of how do you feel in yourself may dictate your action. If you don't like yourself enough, you're probably not going to be comfortable having that conversation. And what you run the risk is, for example, using your terminology about telling someone you love them, sometimes you say something to get something back. And that's a danger as well. If I say to you, yeah. I love you, I love you, I love you like five times a day. I'm, I'm one. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, <laughs> been, it's been said before. My wife does say that uh, regular. But um, it's kind of, and you realise you're saying it to get something in return. Yeah. But when you've got that comfort and you're kind of at one with yourself and you've got that balance and you've got that clarity, all the behaviours we talk about in every podcast, which gets us on positively in life. Yeah. If we have those in place more often than not, we will come from a very kind of grounded perspective where we're acting in keeping with us yeah. as opposed to an external reaction yeah. is kind of what I'm saying. I had a conversation with a, um, a young lady not so long ago and she's unhappy in work and I asked her what her plan of action was. We, we had a look at you know why she was unhappy and a lot of that come from unhappy with my boss mm. and the behaviours and not really having that much of a good relationship. I said okay. Um, I said have you chatted that through with them? No. Um, you know, has it ever come up in any of your performance meetings? Have you grabbed a coffee with them? You know, no. So what's your plan? Oh, well, I, I'm going to have to look for another job. It's like, wow. Yeah. Why would you jump shit from something that you've not even then, you know, laid out on the table to then say, is there anything that we can rectify? And it's not, it's not, a, bl- it's not a blame game where no. you're saying, you know, you're doing this, you're doing that. 
we've got to look at ourselves on on these relationships as it's a two-way yeah. street right so we've always on the on the individual foot got to take responsibility over our behaviors how things are relating to us you know what are we taking things personally because of how we're feeling at that time are we sensitive to certain things or do we clearly need to express how we feel to put those boundaries in place so that we do have that mutual respect going on um so you know it is a it is a bit of a it is a bit of a tough one but with that in mind we've got to you know we i just feel so strongly about that in terms of that's awkward because you're you're avoiding it mm. and does that not show how frightened we are of these yeah. discussions in general yeah, yeah, that I'm you would confident. rather walk away from your job mm. than have a conversation yeah. i mean how crazy does that sound it does sound crazy yeah but then put it you know when you're in that when you are in that position what come you know what what would be your advice there to break that down to make sure that then she's not walking. Well, I'm glad you've put me on the spot, but I have got an example, <laughs> actually. Um, what I was thinking, actually, when you were talking, what way would you look at it? How can you rationalise things? <laughs> and a good technique, I find, for anyone out there who's listening to this who may be feeling a little bit overwhelmed and needing to have a conversation, is take yourself out of the equation. Either put yourself in the third person or actually put yourself in your boss's shoes. We'll use that example. You're seeing certain things in your boss. Imagine you are the boss mm. with their responsibilities, their needs, their actions. What do they see in you? And then have an honest conversation with yourself. Could Are there any behaviours that you're doing that could contribute something? Yeah. So I think it's always healthy to put distance between you and the issue. So the advice I would give, either swap roles mm -hmm. and have an honest conversation and suddenly you might see a behaviour that you're doing and you think, oh God, no wonder the boss doesn't like that. Yeah. I'm always late. I'm quite rude. I don't engage with him. Or it might just be actually, yeah, the boss has been a bit out of order with me. I'm going to have a conversation. Yeah. But swap roles. Have a bit of fun with it. See what they see and try and view yourself in a rational, impartial way. Yeah. What can you bring to the equation? What do you need to tweak and yeah. have a look at before then you put in the spotlight on somebody else? Yeah. But, but don't discount having that relationship and that open communication and, and comms with someone else. Mm. You know, if... If like I was upset about something with you, I'd, I'd need I'd need to express it. I'd yeah. need to tell you. And if I didn't tell you verbally, you'd know. Because and then that creates bigger problems. Of course, it the does, body language, the do. staring. But of course, yeah, do that. yeah. <clears throat> and I've been very very aware of that in terms of um, you know if I'm thinking of something and I f and I filter it through. And I could have been at home and I've been in the home environment and, and different relationships and stuff. And I'm thinking, I've got to say something that's pissed me right off. Mm. I've got, and, but I'm like, Ooh, am I overreacting? I don't want to kind of cause a scene. I don't want, cause I'm not argumentative. I'm, re I'm not, um, I can stand my ground. I can voice my opinion. You know, people know how they, where they stand and how I feel about things, but I'm not argumentative. I, I like to have more of an open debate. And, and but having that discussion things. is the opposite of argumentative. Of course, it's pursuing yeah, that discussion I'm, to not prolong it. Yeah. You're actually trying to deal but with the situation. Sometimes when I'm internally filtering something or having these internal discussions with myself over how can I voice it without creating a mountain yeah. out of something, yeah. I can go quiet. Mm. I can be quite sort of not not snappy because I'm not but I'm like just a bit I'm just a bit nonchalant you know in terms of like yeah whatever kind of thing like a little bit cold shoulder-ish a bit that because 
I'm annoyed with that person, but then I'm also annoyed with myself that I'm not filtering it quick enough. There's a lot of projection for me goes yeah. off. A lot it of projection. And I mean it's kind of, of, you walk in that office and it, it's probably a really petty example, but you've heard that someone's slagged you off behind your back. Something as simple as yeah. that. And it really eats away at you. It hurts yeah. you. And you want to deal with it. Mm. So then you walk in the office and you're looking for something to back up that theory. Yeah. You're kind of looking for their behaviour. And I, I had it with a friend not so long ago and he said, I walked in the office and she didn't speak to me once. And I said, what did you say to her? And he was like, oh, well, I didn't. And it's kind of that. She didn't speak you to me pick once. Up, it's like you didn't speak you, to her once. You pick up yeah. on what you get off other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, as we come towards the end, I'll mention something we've mentioned quite a lot recently in terms of motion versus inaction. Mm. Motion, thinking you're dealing with it but doing nothing yeah. and letting it grow versus doing it. Yeah. What is the worst that can happen picking up that phone and saying, hiya, can I just have five minutes with you? Yeah. As opposed to stewing on it for yeah. three or four days, maybe yeah. even three or four weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What, what I do want to mention before we close this off, and maybe it um, can be a continuation um, and another episode, is a massive topic that people find awkward to talk about is money. Mm. Finances and money. Um, and that being our third pillar of the business, health, excellence and wealth. Um, we do such a lot with individuals and businesses about money mindset and money management and all of the self-limiting beliefs and um, like conditioning that we are prone to around money mindset. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. It's a little bit of a... Uh, Excellent to be continued then, well, yeah, you might it, say, yeah. It totally is because it, you know, it, it, money gets people really kind of awkward. It's one of those things, isn't it, around a dinner table, people say, don't speak about money, politics, yeah. And religion. Keep it safe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's awkward because yeah. people again are afraid of opinion, afraid of what people think. Mm. Um, but money is a massive one in terms of that sort of uh, the elephant in the room. It is. Um, but it the the opposite to that is the the fact that money, finances are ranked so high on people's lists of goals, outcomes, desires, um, problem areas as well. Um, that it ranks so high in terms of um, prominence in people's lives and minds, but we are so avoiding as a society to talk about it. So we are open to talk about it. That will be one that we'll uh, be following up shortly. Lovely. Well, for now, thanks for listening. Have I a think about what we've awkward. discussed. No, no, well, this wasn't, this wasn't, this one of our better ones. Um, so yeah, have a thing. Are you having problems with someone? You need that discussion. Try that role reverse. Have a think how they might be feeling. Put a bit of distance between you and the problem and have that discussion. Don't postpone it. It's never as bad as what you think. But for now, from me and Helen, it's been good. Check us out. Give us feedback. If there's any topics you want us to discuss or any scenarios that you've gone through, please share. We thrive on your engagement. And yeah, check us out on social media and at www.helpingentrepreneurswin.com. Until next time. Goodbye. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur.